0: Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. I'm a bit overwhelmed lately. I've read that while I'm probably not depressed or anxious or whatever, little bits of those things creep in when people start to hit the last reserves of surge energy or Emergency emotional reserves. With everything so up in the air, it's hard on people. And I like planning things. I'll plan a trip a year in advance as easily as taking off day of. And I like feeling sure and positive and (laughs) in control. Many people do. And when I was young, and I had pretty much zero clue when it came to relationships and communication and negotiation, well, love itself was a scary thing, in that I had no idea what to expect from it. And people confused me, too. Until I learned how important communication is, the right kind of communication really was. Love without non-negotiated expectations. I've been writing and editing a lot. (laughs) Not as much as I should be. In fact, this COVID thing has had me in a bit of a slump. and. I'm way behind. But I've written over 500,000 words this year so far in books and blogs and classes and writings and more. And I still have a lot more to say. In three of the books I've produced this year, the topic of negotiating your relationships has played a part. So today, when I was poking through a dozen or so recently unused writing prompts and this topic popped up, I realized that it's time to put this out there. You see, one day in 2017, my old debate of does love hurt came up in conversation related to my emotional vocabulary and touched also on exformation. The next day's writing prompt, like I add these to my calendar and I have weekday prompts through uh, September of 2021 right now was to write on loving without attachment. I tried, but I didn't quite get it. So I put it off (laughs) and again, and again, until now, three years later, when I realized I was trying to do way too much in this writing, and I needed to cut it back. Loving with or without expectations to me, ties directly into how we each define and experience love for ourselves. If you were to type love into the Google, you would get the following first definition. An intense feeling of deep affection. Simple, right? Except that when I ask a classroom of people to each define love as they view it, that answer does not come from a single one of them. In fact, it isn't even close. Ever. And everyone has a different definition for love, and they vary wildly from one to another. Which just goes to show that we rarely communicate what we think we do when we communicate without thinking about communicating. And gets me to my point of a similar thing happening when we love without thinking about loving. When we connect with others and build love and lives together and forget to really talk through what it is we each think we are building. One of my favorite quotes is, she did observe, with some dismay, that far from conquering all love lazily sidestepped practical problems jean stafford thing is we humans have a tendency to assume that others especially those we love think like us which leads us in our relationships to precisely the expected amount of trouble and then some those assumptions and How we act on them without thinking or negotiating with our partners are commonly referred to as covert contracts, which are simply assumed expectations, and which I wrote about in the negotiations chapter of my So, What is Kinky Anyway? book. I also wrote a blog about it, and it's worth a read. Covert contracts are ruining your relationships. I'll include the link in the show notes. Okay, great. But how does this whole relationship negotiation thing work? (laughs) Simple, communicate, talk with each other about your relationship and what you want it to look like. For example, talk about sex. How often, what kind, limits, birth control or health issues? What about arguments? How do you diffuse an argument? Do you want to create fighting fair rules? Does either of you get the ability to veto or end an argument? How do you ask for time to cool down? Loyalty. What does loyalty mean to you? Are you monogamous? Polyamorous? Open? Swingers? How do you plan to interact with others in play, sex, and love If at all. Do you have agreements you'd like to make? Finances. How do you handle money? Do you share it or keep separate accounts? Do you move in or buy a home together? Who's in charge of major decisions? What can be done without discussion? What needs buy-in from everyone in the relationship? How do you save? appreciation what makes each of you feel loved and appreciated the five love languages is a good place to start if you don't even know where to begin with this children will you have them how will you make parenting decisions do you both have ideas about how to raise them what decisions need to be made together and which are okay to make on the fly Specialized skills. Who knows things the other doesn't? Who might be in charge during a backpacking trip versus training the dog or putting together Ikea furniture? It's good to talk these things through and consciously agree to appreciate a greater and more varied skill set. Ruts and adventure. Every relationship goes through ups and downs. Do you want to put systems in place to implement when you're feeling a bit low? Perhaps suggestions on things to do, date nights, and etc., to spice things up when you've been stressed and overworked. Chores Who is responsible for what on a day to day basis? Who cooks? Who cleans? <laughs> Who folds that damn laundry? power exchange. Who is in charge? Who gets final say? In what situations? Some people are kinky and take charge or give it up only in the bedroom. Others enjoy it during negotiated scenes and getaway weekends. Still others prefer it 24-7. And of course, the level of service and power exchange should be discussed as well. Now. Don't try to sit down with your partner and bang all this out in an hour or a day or even a week or a year. A relationship negotiation is an ongoing process, a living contract. It's not one and done. It's bound to change as you grow together and create something for both of you. It's the best way I've found to make sure that your expectations are out there in the open and discussed, so that you can actually expect them rather than just assume them. It's a balm to the insecurity-minded because you don't wonder, you know. It's awesome for those of us who like to know we're being clear and understood. It's amazing for power exchange relationships because things are spelled out and agreed to it's also a challenge to start. It's hard to create the habit, and sometimes you'll slip up and feel like an idiot. But it's worth just pausing and fixing it right then and there and getting back on the only explicitly negotiated expectations allowed path. Because let me tell you, loving without non-negotiated expectations is an amazing feeling. Thank you for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on DatingKinky.com. It's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as NookieNotes. And on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as DatingKinky. We're on Instagram as DatingKinkyOfficial. All one word. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.